Welcome to the Riveting Rosies podcast, a space dedicated to conversations with women that educate, empower, and inspire. I'm your host, Francesca, and I'm so excited to be here with you and share the stories of some badass women. Okay, so thank you so much for agreeing to come on. I'm super excited. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Francesca. No problem. So I'm going to start just by letting you briefly introduce yourself and talk about the kind of work that you do. For sure. So my name is Naomi. I'm an executive virtual assistant. And right now I'm kind of actually in the middle of a growth period. So I help business coaches um, scale their business by taking uh, some tasks off their plate. But in turn, I am on my way to slowly creating an agency where I have a team of clients to be able to help me further with business coaches. Awesome. That's super exciting. So um, going back in time a little bit, could you talk Mm -hmm. about your educational background and um, like your jobs after college and that sort of thing? Yeah. so, So funny thing, I always look back and I'm like, man, like, when I was in college, it was so different. Because <laughs> I, to be honest, I didn't really have a direction in college. And I, I, graduated, I graduated with a bachelor's in international studies with an emphasis in Spanish. Um, and that, it has nothing to do with business at all. Or like, <laughs> it, at, yeah, at all. It's just like a I don't even I don't even know how to describe the degree. It's like having some kind of understanding of cultures with the Spanish emphasis because I went to Spain for a year. Oh, awesome. And so, yeah, and so after college, um some jobs that I would have, let's see. I worked as a housekeeper, like an assistant director housekeeper for campgrounds for a couple of years. I worked as a receptionist in the UK for about eight months. And then from during those eight months was when probably about halfway was when I started my VA career. And mm-hmm. it wasn't until October of out of like the end of the eight months was when I went full time into my business as a VA. Awesome. So how did you kind of um, discover that you wanted to work as a VA and what made you want to start doing that? I'll be honest, I didn't know about what a VA does. Well, actually, no, I, I sort of did, but not really in the sense of I, I had the stereotype of that the virtual assistants were just like stay at home moms and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't think of how big the world, the online business world is um, until I started getting into it myself. So um, to be honest, I, I travel a lot. I've been traveling, I've sort of been out of the house since I was 13. Um, I went to boarding academy when I, after middle school, and then after I graduated high school, decided to go to university outside of my state. Um, mm-hmm. I'm from Michigan, and my university was in Tennessee, so I was like, oh, wow. I'm done with the I'm going to be, yeah, <laughs> I'm going to, you know, have winters where there's 70 degrees plus, so that was a really, really fun time, and then since like everything in between I think like during that time I was probably at home no more than two weeks and that's still how it is now um where I'm I'm like two weeks is like my max <laughs> and then I'm like, 
I'm, I'm ready to go somewhere else. Um, so then after that, um, I honestly was feeling stuck. My husband, so he works in the business realm and he was traveling a lot for his work. And I was like, I really want to come with you, but I can't because my work is telling me that I only have three days of vacation. Right. And so I was just kind of getting really antsy about that, you know, looking through Pinterest and, you know, having your travel bucket mm-hmm. and like in Europe, flights are so cheap. You can get flights. Um, like I was looking at flights to Italy for $20 round trip. Oh my gosh. Yeah, so I was getting really antsy. It was bad. And so, and I guess, you know, with the microphones or whatever, what, you know how, like, when you're, when you talk about something and then all of a sudden you see ads all about it? Yes. <laughs> That's what happened to me. Yeah. And I happened to be on Facebook and then I found um, this course called, well, this company called Bucketless Bombshells. I don't know if you heard of it before. I haven't. So, just to give like a nutshell, it's like two women who created this multi-million um, course to help women um, get out of their job, their nine to five jobs and work anywhere around the world. And from there, I was like, yes, please sign me up right now. <laughs> and that's kind of like where everything just started and took off. Awesome. So when you first started working as a VA, How did you um, navigate the need to like market yourself and attract clients? Um, Oh, that's a really good question. (laughs) So, I mean, at first when, you know, I think when we all start, we kind of um, set expectations really high and we often forget about the fact that consistency is most important of anything. And so when I first started, I thought that posting twice a day on Facebook, twice a day also on Twitter, and three times a day on Instagram was the way to get yourself out. And <laughs> I'm telling you now, that did not, it probably lasted me maybe two weeks. And then I was like, I cannot do this. I don't know how people can create content for all three of these platforms and posting two, three, four, five, six times a day on different platforms while also creating new content. This was before I knew about repurposing, by the way. Mm-hmm. And so um, after that, I think I stuck to like Monday through Friday. And then it was around the time I invested a coach. And so she really helped me be really clear as to um, what I could do in terms of transferable skills from what I was doing as a receptionist. Mm-hmm. Um, which is actually really, really good in terms of transferring into a virtual assistant because they're all, the tasks are really similar in terms of like inbox management, um, emails and customer service and all that. So that's where I first started for my first um, client. And then from there, just from like looking and following people that I truly valued and just seeing how they worked and also being clear of how many times per week her, how many times per week worked for me mm-hmm. while also being consistent was really something that helped me so much from from posting what five six times a week that I first started and then going down to five five no not five four days a week and then three and now I'm only posting once a week now and I'm getting so much more engagement than I did posting five times a week <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome Um, So I know a lot of people that work with clients, like 
in any kind of profession where you have to work one-on-one with people, when they first start out their business, a lot of the times, you know, like what they work with clients on or the services that they're offering um, kind of evolve over time. So how has that been for you? Um, Was there like something that you started off with when you first got out there that maybe you don't do anymore or has things like changed along the way for you? Yeah, that's that's also a really good question. Um, <laughs> so I I pretty much stuck with a lot of the the um, the tasks that I started with when I had my first client. So my first client, I did a lot of customer service and research, and then the social media aspect came in later on as I was working on my own business. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was able to add that. But in terms of like taking things out, I think for me it was. Um, really being clear of what, what my boundaries were. And I've been talking about boundaries a lot on my Instagram simply because I think they're so, so incredibly important. And as I've been growing and I've been, you know, learning a lot of lessons a lot of the way and learning from my mistakes, I'm able to realize like, okay, like I'm, this is not something that I do. I want to continue with. This is not something I'm going to offer anymore. Mm-hmm. And especially as you're growing in a business, you have to kind of make that decision of, um, you know, I can't offer this package anymore because it doesn't serve the clients that I'm going to be serving for in the future. And, you know, all those kinds of like difficult CEO decisions, as I mm-hmm. say, um, that actually make the bigger moves for what you're reaching for in the future. Because while you are serving clients and you want to help them, you also want to make sure that you are building up your business as well. So your business, you know, it's just as important as theirs, you know, and right. I feel like a lot of VAs, um, or even like, you know, service providers, they put their own business on the back burner um, when it comes to helping out their clients. Yeah, definitely. So what does a typical like session look like when you first start working with a client? So I have, I have um, an onboarding session and because I do live abroad in the UK, there's a lot of platforms like Gmail and um, let's see, like sometimes Pinterest or Planoly. Like a lot of these platforms, um, they require a two-step verification code. It's not like something where I can just grab a password and then like get into their email. No, it's like I need their phone number to send a code. Mm-hmm. And I don't have their number. So that's one of the things that I've had to learn over time in just offering an onboarding session of like, okay, cool, you're going to sign this, you're going to pay the invoice. Then our next step is an like an onboarding time where we're going to go through, especially like if they don't have systems in place, this is where we're going to go through, okay, here are your priorities of what you're wanting to do. Let's go through them together so that this, you know, this session is a recorded session. This would be kind of like your SOPs of what you're expecting, um, when you need them done, how often, Um, and then this would also be making sure that I'm able to log into everything just to make sure that I'm not asking like a million questions, (laughs) even though I still do ask questions in terms of like, if they like this or that, um, it really, really minimizes the amount of times that I'm having to ask, can I log into this? I need access to this. Oh, cool. I can get this done, but I need access to it. It just gets like mad annoying, even for me. Definitely. So um, when you first started, how did you navigate, um, you know, like the need to figure out how to charge and dealing with taxes and that sort of thing? Yeah, so I think 
Um, and that was one of the things where I really wanted to make sure that I didn't have <laughs> issues with. And uh, my coach definitely helped me a lot with figuring out what I wanted to charge and and also like the taxes. So lucky for me, um, in Michigan, there's a time frame where if you, I think it's like if you file for your business, if you register your business around, I think after September, or October, you don't have to file for taxes the next year. So this year, I didn't have to file for my business taxes. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I got real lucky there. So I'm a little nervous for next year, but by <laughs> then I'm, I'm manifesting. I'm really hoping that I'll get a bookkeeper or an accountant to help me do all that. So I don't have to worry about it. Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, like what we started with my coach and I, we started with, okay, what do I want to start charging um, my clients? Like, what is your dream hourly rate? And I said, back in the day, $50 an hour. So I think we started with, I want to say 35. And then we, as clients came in, I started raising my rate mm-hmm. um, appropriately, not like every single person. You, know? <laughs> you want to you wanna make it that's, you know, reasonable for you, but also like, yeah. And so now, even now, I'm finally up to that $50 an hour rate because I've been able to not only build my profile and my reputation, um, but also just being very intentional of when I've been raising my rate yeah definitely answer your question yes (laughs) okay so um just out of curiosity I know like a lot of businesses went through um some changes to say the least when COVID happened Mm -hmm. and everything kind of like transitioned more online so did you see um like an uptick in your business when that happened with everyone having to like navigate these new waters of everything being focused online um no (laughs) and it's start from no no right around the time where COVID started to get really, really bad. I had some clients in line and they had um, things cancel, like big events, um, maybe their studio shut down or their uh, like other source of income, like their main source of income that wasn't their business just um, stopped getting money because of COVID. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I'm, I'm gonna have to pull out now. And it was a little hard for me um, in the sense of like, you know, having clients. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also at the time was having some mental blocks as well. Um, and of course, like that was all personal, but COVID wise, um, I really just tried to just continue to stay consistent and trying serving uh, the current clients that I had while also just creating content as, as I usually would while also being able to be flexible in that time. So with my, uh, some of my clients, you know, I said like, look, I understand that, you know, with COVID and stuff, um, let me know if you need any support. So in that case, like we adjusted some prices a little bit just for that time until they're able to go back to the regular pricing. Um, and then after, well, still in COVID right now, um, (laughs) June was when my business like skyrocketed and I booked out. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Um, So you talked a little bit about this before with when you mentioned like setting boundaries and how important that is. So what has been like the most important aspect for you in having a like work-life balance? 
Um, definitely the the office hours. That's something that even I'm still working on now. Um, because it's I think it's so want to hustle. Um, the one to hustle and two to make sure that everything is done for your clients. So you know, there might, I might have a to-do list and it doesn't necessarily have to be done that day, but for some reason, my, my mind's like, you need to get this done today. You need to get this done today. So <laughs> then I'm working until 11 PM and I'm like trying to get this done. And I'm like, I don't need, this doesn't need to get done right now. It's not like an urgent deadline because mm -hmm. to a degree, nothing is truly an emergency unless it's like an event that's happening tomorrow. If I don't get something done, it's not going to happen. Right. Then, so it's just instilling that while also putting a boundary on myself and saying like, you know what, six o'clock, you know, everything is done. If you have stuff to do, um, you know, write it down on a piece of paper and you'll get back onto it tomorrow and no one is going to tell you twice about it. Yeah, definitely. I think, you know, like, especially for anyone who works from home, setting those boundaries can be a real struggle. You know, it's so easy to just be like, oh, yes. I'll just do one more thing. Like, you know, my laptop is right yeah. here. I can just yes. bring it with me while I watch some Netflix. And it's like, well, that's not really what I need to be doing right now. Honestly, that's, that's happened to me or even like to the point where I have to pee so bad, but I'm like, I need to hold it because I have to finish this one task. <laughs> task ends up taking like 30 35 minutes and I still have to pee and this is like oh my goodness where, where Naomi get your, get your <laughs> yes absolutely um so what would you say has been the most important thing that you've learned about yourself since you started your business um I think it has to go with the work-life balance honestly um being a people pleaser i'm often one to you know always serve oh now i know what's what's been something that's <laughs> that i've definitely <laughs> learned um it's putting myself first i'm a people pleaser um and even since i was young i was always putting the needs of others in front of myself i would go to dollar stores and buy like a pair of gloves for a friend that would need gloves and bring them to school the next day oh my gosh and i know <laughs> And so it's really, really, really taught me and even just following, you know, people online and them sharing their stories of how important self-care is. It's helped me really, really, really um, put that into perspective in my life and saying, hey, it's okay. You know, if you're really not feeling like you want to create a post, don't force it. You know, you don't have to put something on today. It's okay to not show up on stories and you know, put a fake smile and saying like, everything's okay when everything's not, you can take time off of Instagram. Um, and, you know, take that time to really rest and, and take care of yourself first. Yeah, definitely. I, I completely understand that. <laughs> um, so what advice do you have for anyone who is just starting out a new business or maybe like looking to start one? There is a lot. <laughs> um, number one, as I said, take care of yourself. Um, while it's important to, you know, to work hard, yourself is also just important. If you're not taking care of yourself, your business is going to suffer right there with you. Mm -hmm. um, number two, um, set clear expectations with your clients. 
Um, I know it can be very, very easy to want to over deliver. Um, but in a sense, if you over deliver and you keep doing it and you keep doing it, your clients are going to be expecting that from you. And then mm-hmm. once you start getting chill, it's going to be hard to, <laughs> to keep that bar up. And then number three is be consistent. Um, if you want to decide to post five days a week, be my guest. If you want to post only one, but it also, you know, offers value, quality over quantity, do that as well. Yes, definitely. That's great advice. Um, Well, that is all that I have for you today. So thank you so much for agreeing to come on here. Yeah, no problem. I'm so glad that you invited me on here. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Riveting Rosies podcast. A new episode is released every Monday and Friday, so don't forget to subscribe. I would love if you left a review to tell me what you liked about this episode or let me know if you have any suggestions about who you want to hear on the podcast in the future. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at rivetingrosies.podcast to get updated when new episodes are released and to find out about upcoming guests. Thanks again for tuning in and I hope you'll join me again for next week's episodes.